0: everyone, I'm Holly Daly, your Director of the AUSA Family Readiness Directorate, and welcome to Family Voices. I am honored to be co-hosting our podcast today with the Vice President of Non-Commissioned Officer and Soldier Programs Directorate at the Association of the United States Army, the 15th Sergeant Major of the Army, Dan Daly. Together, both AUSA Directorates focus on those topics that are relevant to our soldiers and their families serving the regular Army, Army National Guard, and the Army Reserve. Welcome, SMA Daily, and thank you for co-hosting today's podcast with me.
1: Well, thanks, Holly. It's an absolute pleasure. I think this is our second podcast together. We're soldier today, joined up with Family Matters, and we're delighted to bring this to the AUSA Army Matters podcast series. So let's have some fun and talk to our guests today.
0: Yes, and before we do that, to our listeners, if you hadn't heard the first podcast we co-hosted together, SMA Daily did a really good job, so I welcome him back to do this co-host with me today.
1: I'm glad I met the bar.
0: (laughs) Thank you, SMA. So today on this podcast, we are hosting our 2020 AUSA Volunteer Family of the Year, Staff Sergeant Casey Rains and Mrs. Brittany Rains. The AUSA Volunteer Family of the Year Award recognizes an Army family that views volunteerism as a family value, and the Reigns family does just that. Their whole family inspires everyone they touch through their passion to help others. No matter where they live, the Reigns family positively impacts the communities around them.
1: Well, Holly, I agree. The Reigns family is all that is good about the United States Army and its families, I want to welcome Staff Sergeant Casey Raines and Mrs. Brittany Raines, and we are excited you could join us today. Sergeant Rains,
2: Good afternoon, Sergeant Major, Ms. Holly. Glad to be here. Excited to get this podcast out to everybody that follows y'all. Well, thank you, Sergeant Raines and Brittany.
3: Hello. Thank you for having us. We are excited and have been looking forward to this chat with you guys.
1: Well, we appreciate having you both on the show and had the opportunity for us to do a couple podcasts in the past on some other shows. And I know that Brittany's done some with Holly on her Family Matters podcast, but I know our listeners are going to be excited and in for a treat today to hear about all the great things that the Reigns family has done for our soldiers and their families. To get started, Staff Sergeant Reigns and Brittany, would you mind allowing our listeners to learn a little bit more about yourselves? Where did you grow up and how did you meet?
2: I grew up kind of all over the place, went to high school and I stayed the longest in Hamilton, Montana. And then Britt and I met when I attended college at Montana State University in Billings, Montana. We met in the dorms while she was working the front desk and it kind of just grew from there and then took off really. And Life happened after that, and we connected later on life after my second deployment and just kind of picked up where things left off, and it grew into what we have today.
1: Well, thanks, our reigns. And Brittany, what's your side of the story?
3: <laughs> well, he acts like I wasn't attending college as well. I grew up in Billings, Montana. We're both Montana natives, just from opposite sides of the state, but definitely, yep, connected while we were both living in the dorms in Billings. And like you said, we kind of both went our separate ways for a little while and then reconnected a few years later and have our big family together now.
1: Well, that's true. You mentioned that. I have to ask, and I know our listeners are intrigued. Not only is this the family of the year who does incredible things during both on and off-duty times, along with being a soldier and a soldier spouse, the Range family has six children. That's right. You heard me. Six children. Reigns family, can you share with our listeners what it's like to have six children in the house and what are the things you like to do as a family?
2: It's busy. We do pretty much all the things outdoors, all kinds of sports and Boy Scouts and volunteering and all the things that come with that. But Right now, we have kids that are in football and softball, Boy Scouts, on top of BJJ, Taekwondo, boxing. I'm sure I'm missing stuff. But that's just in the off season. Then they have school and everything else like that. We are actively engaged throughout the year.
1: And Brittany, you know, a lot of us have one child or two child. And we know as parents the hardships it is to raise two children, but six children. And during the recent pandemic and COVID, what was that like raising the family and having all six kids at home and not going to school and having to become the teacher along with the mother and the Army spouse?
3: Oh, man, I do not envy the jobs that teachers have with all these kiddos. It was busy, but, you know, we made the most of it. We did a ton of hiking and really checked a lot of things off of our bucket list in Fort Drum because it created time for us to get out and do those things. Casey was still working a lot of that in and out of the office at the unit, getting things taken care of. So it was just the kids and I a lot, but we spent the pandemic at the beach over the summer. And then once school started, we have a pretty set routine just in general, because we have so many kids, I can't not have a schedule. It wasn't too much to just sort of hop right back in that routine. And they sure miss seeing their friends in person, but we're real excited to hop on Zooms and really interact with their teachers in that manner.
1: Well, thanks for sharing that. I'm going to turn it over to her now because she's got a few questions.
3: Well, first, I'm in
0: awe to the Raines family with six children. That is amazing. And you mentioned Fort Drum. So I want to take our listeners on a little journey up to where you were selected, the AUSA Volunteer Family of the Year. But to start with, the Raines family were stationed at Fort Drum and you connected with the Northern New York Fort Drum AUSA chapter there. Could you kindly tell our listeners, why did you want to be part of AUSA, the chapter there, and how did you go about connecting with them?
3: We were not as active with the AUSA chapter up there as I would like to have been, but we did have a great relationship with Joe McLaughlin, who, gosh, I feel like he rotates jobs every time I talk to him within their chapter board but he was real active in other parts of the community. So we were able to connect with him and learn about what AUSA does for the community up there. And I helped with a couple redeployment ceremonies that they sponsored, hosted, and was able to give out snacks to family members awaiting their soldiers' return. And we became very connected right before we left, unfortunately, but it did set us up for success for coming into our new installation.
0: Up there at the Fort Drum, New York chapter, they nominated and put your name in for the 2020 AOSA Volunteer Family of the Year. And you guys won. You were selected as the 2020 Volunteer Family of the Year. What was that like when you got the news? How did you feel?
2: I want to say kind of like shock. I don't know that it really set in for a while just because of like all the stuff that was going on. Like we were still actively volunteering and I don't even know if it still actually has set in. We've gotten lots of other great networking and stuff out of it, but it was kind of overwhelming. I don't know that we actually anticipated even going past maybe the chapter. Because there's like 20-something chapters in Region 1, so to be selected was a huge honor, but I can't say that it was something that we anticipated was ever going to come out of being nominated.
0: Well, you certainly deserve it because your six children also volunteer with the two of you into the community and make such an impact. This year, the Raines family did a PCS move during COVID to Fort Leonard Wood. And to our listeners, you can hear all about Brittany's PCS tips on moving their six children on our latest Family Voices special edition podcast with Mrs. McConville and Mrs. Grinston. And it's called the Military PCS Moves. So once the Raines family got to Fort Leonard Wood how did you then connect to the AUSA chapter there? And why did you feel it was important to continue being connected to the AUSA family?
3: I had actually reached out to the chapter here before we even left New York, knowing that we wanted to volunteer and be able to continue our outreach. And that's a good connection to do so. And we also felt The AUSA needed to be maybe a priority to us with the award given to us. We wanted to really be able to give back to AUSA as an organization, as well as to the military community. So I reached out before we left and connected to their leadership down here and just said, we would like to be involved if you have any events that will be coming up. Once we get there, please let us know. And fortunately for me, I was able to connect quickly and... There was a position opening up within the first couple of months that we got here. So I was able to step in as the chapter secretary here and really get my seat in the community and hit the ground running.
0: Well, thanks, Brittany, for explaining that, how you reached out to our AUSA chapter beforehand, before you did the PCS move. And I wanted to also ask you, if you don't mind, you know, the pandemic affects the way that we volunteer. And that was a great tip that you shared with us. Do you also mind sharing how you were creative in making that connection for your children, too, into your new community and why that was really important?
3: I think we were able to maintain our volunteering throughout the pandemic because there's always a need, but the pandemic created additional needs, right? And so Giving Tuesday Military, the organization that I volunteer with, we kept saying we're going to pivot. And I guess that's been kind of a normal term that's been used that we pivot, but we just made it safe to continue to give back to those that really needed it. So both in Fort Drum and then as we got here and just kind of working around restrictions, those restrictions are in place to keep you safe. So we followed those and just maintained what we could with what organizations were continuing their outreach projects.
1: Well, thanks, Brittany. Now, Sergeant reigns, over to you. Full-time soldier, full-time father, obviously of six children, full-time father. How do you find time to volunteer?
2: I wouldn't say that I find time. I would say that I make time. It's kind of something that I've always done, whether when I was a kid building houses and Habitat with Humanity and things like that. And I know a big part for Britt and I is that we wanted our kids to be good people, like naturally good people, and to know that we're in a position that we can give back to others that need something. So for me, for being a soldier, I guess I'd say a bonus of networking because I get to go to other places and I can make an impact. And I can continue to make a difference in different locations. So for me, I guess it's just something that I've always done. So I wanted to continue doing that. And whether I was in the service or not, I was going to make time to make a difference, to have that positive impact in someone else's life, to make even their day just a tiny bit better was more of the goal than anything. So I guess for me, it's not making time. It's like I purposely intentionally go out and I try to find things that will make a positive impact on other people.
1: Absolutely. And for our listeners out there, our families truly do serve right alongside our soldiers as they move throughout the Army and deploy overseas and are training both at home station and away many times. And the Army's not all cake and ice cream. It's called service for a reason, and it's called sacrifice for a reason. Can both of you share some of the challenges and what makes being an Army family so special as a result of some of those challenges? And Brittany, I'd like to start with you.
3: I feel like the challenges are obvious to some, you know, Casey is not always able to make it to sporting events. He's not always home for dinner. We move a lot and there's some of those obvious challenges. And I feel like it's a mindset for us. We shift and it's an adventure and we have the opportunity to go to places that being from small town, Montana, probably we would not have adventured to in any other facet. We would have stayed in our local region, and that would have been it for us, but we've gotten to go to Alaska, and Casey's been in Germany, so there's those opportunities for us, and I think what makes being an Army so special, those opportunities, but we're part of this Army community that sounds big, but it's so small, that 1%, right? We're part of this small community that will forever be our family across the world, and on top of it, our hearts are left in places all over for sure. a giant piece of my heart is at Fort Drum, New York. You guys talk about us making impact on the community. Those communities make the same impact on us. And so I think if you really take the opportunity to live in your duty station and get out and get to know it, there's no question that we would do this all over again.
0: Thank you, Brittany. I can relate. I truly am in love with my Army family, our Army family, and I would do it all over again too.
1: Staff Sergeant Raines, how about you? Being a soldier is tough, and there are challenges out there. Can you share with us how you overcome some?
2: I would say a support network, like my support network with Britt and the kids is a huge impact on the things that we do. Having that support at home is super powerful, but you get to make those other connections when you go outside of the community, too. So you improve your So We talk about that stuff all the time in the Army. You're always constantly trying to improve your foxhole and make things better. So if you do that, not only on the installation with the individuals that you work with, that you serve with every day, if you embrace the community as they embrace the army. I think that we've tried to make that impact on both sides of the house. And so we've made lasting relationships everywhere that we've gone through connecting with the local communities and people that are in the communities. And on top of that, with the military, we have people all over the world that we can go and see or we can talk to or reach out to when we need stuff and they can reach out to us. That's probably the biggest part that makes it special is that we have people everywhere and we can count on them just as much as they count on us. That's like the coolest thing about it. Like even when they get out, like I still have people that reach out and we still have a group message and we chat with all the time with other people that we've served with. Either still in and have moved somewhere or have gotten out and they're doing their next chapter on the other side of the things. But like that's the most special thing is that we've made all these connections that we probably would have never gotten had I not joined. I would have never been able to do and see the things and experience the experiences that we've gone through or made the connections that we've made with people if we never would have started this adventure.
1: Sergeant thanks so much for that, because we all know that our soldiers serve and sacrifice, and their families do it right alongside them, but the benefits to service are truly, truly precious, and you can't put a price on them, and they're lasting. So, again, for our listeners out there, if you were to give advice to a married couple with six children, or maybe not six children, there's not a lot of families out there with six children these days, and maybe there are, But if they're thinking about joining the Army, a brand new couple with children came up and said, we're thinking about joining the Army. What would you tell them? Brittany, let's start with
3: you. I think I would tell them that they need to ensure that they've got stellar communication. And if they don't to work on it, I think that's our biggest success is that we talk constantly about everything. We're as in the loop as possible on both my side of the house, as well as his to make things as predictable as we can, and to be flexible. So you start with plan A and with the Army, you're going to go all the way to plan Z. There's never a guarantee. And so just to know sort of your personal left and right limits and your left and right limits as a couple so that you can get through some of those challenges, the challenges are a guarantee. So being confident that you as a family can work through those or communicate through them is, I think, key.
1: Sorry, that's going to be hard to follow, but you got to try.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure how I can follow up with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, she kind of took the words right out of my mouth. Like uh, we say Semper Gumby, always flexible. It's kind of something that we always have to have multiple plans and communication is a big part of it. And for the ones that are in the service, do your best to keep work at work and home at home. There are going to be times that it's going to blend But all the work stress that you have, try and find a way to keep those at bay as much as possible. There are things that you're gonna both have to deal with, but that communication aspect of things is super critical. Even as small as I'm having an off day or things are really tough at work, so I'm gonna take a couple extra minutes, whatever the case may be, in order to get your mind right before you come home. I think that's pretty important. But yeah, flexibility, communication, and that balance. Try that work-life balance because we have jobs to do so I can focus on what I need to do at work. And then I can leave work at work as best as I can, and then bring my whole self back to the house.
1: Well, great advice from a great couple and a great representation of our great Army families. A couple last questions for both of you, quick ones, but what's next for the Rains family? And if you could, to close that out for each of you, you know, all of us hope to be stationed in a particular location or some Army base or somewhere. What's the Reigns family's duty station of choice? And you don't have to agree. Let's start with Brittany again.
3: We are looking at each other and laughing. Um, I don't know that either one of us can pinpoint a duty station that we would like to go to. It's funny because we sort of have always picked the duty stations that nobody else wants to go to, and we love it. We sort of find adventure wherever we go, and the kids keep us so busy that our heads are spinning anyway. But I think right now our family focus is the kids, and that sounds funny because it should always be that. However, they've been coated all over the country and have had to uproot a lot. And when we are supposed to be done here at Fort Leonard Wood, we are going to have four kids in high school. And I think we just sort of decided that no matter whether we stay here longer or we have the option to go somewhere else and choose that option if the Army so kindly lets us do that, our focus is going to be on them and what's best for their education and what comes after that for high school for them. We've decided sort of that we owe it to them to just get them through and have some stability and some normalcy, and then we'll take care of us later.
1: Absolutely. Now, Staff Star Range, I'm not going to let you off that easy. What's your dream choice of duty location? Anything, if you had, what would you pick?
2: Oh, I don't know. Somewhere cold.
1: <laughs> Somewhere. I, get,
2: I mean, we went from Anchorage, Alaska to Fort Drum, New York, so cooler weather is kind of in my blood. The only time I didn't have, obviously, besides deployments and stuff like that, was Fort Polk. We had a great time down there, too. So. Maybe Fort Carson or JBLM, if we're going to do something that we would like, Britt and I. But like Britt said, uh, our focus is going to be the kids. And once my time is supposed to be done here, we will have four in high school. So we talked about going back to drum even. I know that sounds crazy for a lot of people that are listening, but we made really good connections there. And our kids have lots of people in that school district. So ideally, we would either go probably back there in order to give them some of those opportunities and some of that stability that military kids don't necessarily get. If we could stay here, we're more than open to doing that too, because it's a central location for colleges and other opportunities for our kids. Like they have a lot of big goals and big dreams. And like Britt said, we're trying to help facilitate that. We're big picture people, so it's not just us anymore. So if we can't stay here, then probably back to New York. We can adapt and we can move anywhere, but to give that stability and let them finish out their high school years in one location or go back to something familiar, again, it's not really about us. If it was just Britain, I, would say probably Carson or JBLM would be ideal, but I did three different high schools and I don't want that for them. So I want them to have some of that foundation and good people and roots that they can call and graduate with people that they know.
1: Absolutely stability is important. You know, home is where the Army sends you. Ladies and gentlemen, the Reigns family, wonderful representation again of the special part about being in the Army and our Army families. You know, we're running out of time, and Sergeant Reigns and Brittany, it was a pleasure to have you with us today, and we hope you'll come back and join us again. We would like to give you the last words. Do you have any final thoughts, real quickly, that you'd like to share with our listeners? Brittany, back to you, please.
3: I think all it would just be sort of on repeat of what we've said, really embrace your duty station. And I would beg of any Army family to just get out and contribute and make a lasting impact and leave your legacy wherever that may be. Or if it's in multiple places, the Army and your duty station is what you make of it. So I would hope that we could inspire and even if somebody needs help, that they would be willing and okay enough to reach out to us if they need help to connect or to find their spot as far as volunteering or an organization they could link up with us and we'd love to help connect people in that way too. Well
2: thanks Britt. Sergeant Rains over to you. She took the words that I was going to use. Your duty station is what you make of it. If you want it to be great then it'll be great. Get out and do stuff and explore and take advantage of the opportunities that the Army gives you by moving you to some places that you probably would never, ever gone had you not decided to raise your hand and decided this was something that you wanted to try and tackle. It's an adventure. Be willing to embrace every aspect of the adventures that the Army sends you on.
1: Well, thank you, Rains family, and thanks for your opportunity to speak with us today and share with our listeners what is special
2: about our Army
1: family. All of us here at the Associated United States Army want to thank Staff on Rains and Brittany for joining us today and for giving us an insight to the Rains family. Your dedication and commitment to helping others, especially our military families, is inspiring to all of us.
0: Truly inspiring. Thank you both. I also would like to sincerely thank SMA Daily for co-hosting with me today. Thank you, SMA Daily, as always, a great job.
1: Well, thank you, Holly.
0: To our listeners, we hope you enjoyed today's episode of Family Voices and thank you all for joining us. In line with AUSA's overall mission to educate, inform, and connect, the AUSA Family Readiness Directorate is dedicated to providing Army families the tools, resources, and connections needed to manage the ins and outs of the military life journey and to build and enhance resiliency. Let us be your eyes, ears, and voice. We are here for you.
3: to all our listeners. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to the Army Matters Podcast on iTunes and everywhere podcasts are found. The Army Matters Podcast series is brought to you by the Association of the United States Army, the U.S. Army's Professional Association, member supported, Army connected. Visit us at AUSA.org for more information or to become a member. Your membership helps AUSA continue to carry out its mission to educate, inform, and connect with the total Army our industry partners, and our supporters of a strong national defense. For questions or to provide topic recommendations, email us at podcast at ausa.org. Have a great Army Day. Hua.